Hey, people. Happy Thursday. Damon D here. Welcome to the Under Review Show. I, of course, am Damon, and you're here hanging out with me, and we're going to talk some sports betting today. Today, our Thursday show is the best show of the week, besides the Tuesday show, which is also the best show of the week. We got Dave Mason from uh, betonline.ag. Uh, he comes on and he just he gives us the inside skinny on a bunch of crap that's going on. Uh, he, he works for the book, not only in the marketing department, but he knows what's going on on the stage. He knows where money's moving, and uh, they're good enough to hang out with us and give us kind of the insight that you don't get anywhere else about what's happening with sports betting uh, right here and now. Uh, so hang on. T- tighten your bootstraps. We're about to get it going. Of course, uh, this show is brought to you by the good people of betonline.ag. Head there, use promo code REVIEW, and you get a fun little uh, little nugget of extra love in your account when you sign up and use all this awesome betting information. We are available at Podcast One. We are available at CLNS Media Network, on the iTunes machine, and at underreviewshow.com. Go subscribe, hang out. Dave's coming up. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And this is Under Review. us today as he does uh, each and every week on the under review show is our good buddy uh, Dave Mason from betonline.ag Dave how you keeping uh, through the doldrums of summer um good man I mean there's always stuff to keep us busy right I work more on the marketing side of things so whereas the guys on the stage start scheduling their vacation this time of year uh, guys in marketing are slammed with getting stuff ready for uh, football which it's still far away, but it creeps up on you. You know what I mean. So we're, we're busy, and uh, there's good stuff to bet on still. Sure, it's the slowest month of the year for action for sports action, but um, but but there's still good stuff to bet on, which I think you're going to talk about. Yeah, man, there is, and I mean, I mean, yeah, it, n- it never goes away. There's always something. It's just not the big stuff. But you're absolutely right. There's like 75 days, I think, we're out from football season um, officially kicking off. But then, like. Uh, Guys are happening, man. We're we're not too far off. We're the end of June. We got a month, and then we're gonna be talking preseason. You know, football is yeah. gonna be played. We're gonna actually have football happening, which is insane to think about. Um, so yeah, let's get into what's going on right now. Um, I talked about a few things on my Tuesday show that I'm gonna go over. Uh, but first and foremost, we just gotta recap uh, the NBA draft. Uh, what was the action like on the draft? Because there was really nothing else going on, and I would expect that people just hankering for a bet would maybe uh, jump in on that. Yeah, first of all, you hear that? That's my uh, private helicopter outside here. That or a lawnmower. I'm not sure. I think it's on its way now, so sorry about that. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, that's not my private helicopter. It's people. A ch- you have a chopper waiting for you. I get it. I get it. Or like 10 feet away from me. But yeah, that, that was kind of poor timing. Anyways, NBA draft. Yeah. No, I, you know, the action was great. Um, it doesn't come anything close to NFL draft, but good action, man. I mean, you know, big event like that, you know, I, I like basketball, but I like the – I mean, some people like the NBA offseason better than they do the regular season. I think I'm one of those guys, man, with the NBA draft and then free agency and all the rumors and stuff, and I'm sure you'll get into that a little bit later. I think the uh, NBA offseason is more exciting than the regular season, if you ask me. Anyways, no, the action was good. We actually did well on it. I've mentioned before how difficult it is to offer these draft odds, and uh, usually we lose on them. Just because the rumors and people just 
insiders and stuff, right? With all the rumors and, and, and news and all that stuff. But we did well, man. We, we, we did really well. Um, Kobe, Kobe White going, going under seven and a half was our only really big loser. We had some really good winners there with, uh, with Taco Fall, uh, falling out of the draft. Everybody yeah. thought he would be drafted. Uh, we talked Bolt. about that earlier in the week. That's crazy. Bull yeah. Bull, too, dropping Bolt. at 44. Yeah, Bull Bull dropping um, what was big for us because nineteen and everybody's betting the under 19 and a half. Yeah, the under was so a that, favorite, if I remember, too. It's That's crazy. He went so late. Yeah, and Taco Fall. I mean, Taco Fall, he was – I opened him minus two sixty not to get drafted, but everybody's taking the plus money, so he ended yeah. up minus one eighty to get drafted. So My God. that was really good for us. Um, yeah, so they're, they're you know they're, Romeo Langford getting drafted before um, ah, name escapes me the kid from UNC I forget, but we needed that one big and Romeo Langford came through. Um, so yeah, yeah, and the draft was good. The action was good, and and the outcome was good for the house for once. Usually we get, <laughs> usually we take it in the backside a little bit on these draft props, yeah. but the plan this year. Yeah, you usually get creamed. It was yeah, it was an unreal one. And I mean, once again, after one, two, three, you have like what people are saying are you know three generational players possibly um, there, and then and then you know you never really know what's going to happen because it it could just fall off because there are like capable starters in the NBA over the next, you know, round and a half. But this year really flipped up. It got really exciting after three, which is like, normally it's like, who's going to go one, two, three, you know? And I mean, Zion was, it was a, was a lock, but you know what I mean? And then this year, because there were so few people outside that three, I was expecting it to be kind of a dud of a draft, but then it just got flipped on its head. It got pretty, got pretty fun throughout the whole time. Yeah, I mean, trades always make things fun. The uh, you know the rumors and all that stuff. I think that's what makes it so fun is rumors and speculation. And uh, you know, a, a prime example of how difficult it is to to manage these these props and the, why we often get beat was um, you know the trade the first trade that was made of many when when the um, Hawks traded up to four to get DeAndre Hunter. Um, you know, a lot of books had over unders on Hunter. We did over under five and a half. We also had who would get number pick number four. He was one of the options, which was a good result for us because not many people bet that. But our guys, you know, once once there's kind of whispers and stuff, our guys trade it closed the draft props a little early, and uh, right. you know, it took a little bit of flack for it. But you know, that that's that's why these are so challenging because once these rumors come in, people start betting it. And uh, I know some books got, got beat up on that Hunter one pretty good, but we avoided that thankfully because we, we were, uh, we closed them a little bit early. So whereas other books took it, took it in the backside on that DeAndre Hunter number four pick, we, we did okay on it. But yeah. that just an example of how difficult these things are to manage. Yeah, absolutely, man. You can't like, especially where there are like some Twitter like dudes that are legit that just get scooped right. they scoop it and if that sure. comes out you gotta even if it's right or wrong it's gonna change everything you know what i mean you have to factor that into the to the odds you can't just leave it out there you know leave yourself hanging in the wind uh especially right. if it's access to everybody exactly and you know it's it's like i i forget who tweeted that first as someone from espn i think and and you know, so the betters have the information as fast as we do, and our guys are managing about a zillion different other markets from a million different sports. Yeah. So it's not like they're just looking only for this NBA draft news. You know what I mean? So some some bunch of betters who are just keyed in on the draft that night are getting that information 
before we are. They're seeing it before yeah. we are, right? We're getting this information at the same time. It's just we're got so much other going on. So that's how you can hammer it, especially when you have a maybe have odds at Hunter at like plus five hundred going forth or whatever. I think we have plus four fifty, and, and you know you, you could really doesn't take a lot of bets real quick to run up a big red figure there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So uh, hey, hey, next up with uh, with these with these wild prop bets futures and stuff, uh, we had the first round of Democratic debates go down last night. Second round's happening this evening. Um, but uh, you guys over at Bet Online, um, you got odds on all this stuff. And we took the we took the uh, futures, the political futures down last night during the uh, during the debate. Um, you know, so so. But we, yeah, we have we had the political props up for the debate. We had all sorts of good stuff um, that continues tonight. So we still have a bunch of props up for tonight's debate. So do the debates like the, does the results of the debate like they would in a draft or a trade or a game or an injury report? Are they do they uh, are you noticing them affecting the futures odds for the actual nominee and, and the election itself as they go along? Like if somebody just bombs out. Um, is it, it, are you guys paying attention to, uh, you know, to those results? Like, is, or did you yeah, notice so any I, last Absolutely. Night? Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a couple of ways of looking at it. it. Yeah. Not only that, you know, if someone bombs out and they suck or whatever, they look like a damn boob. Um, we, we're going to, and, and there's a couple of ways we'll, we'll have an opinion on that. Plus if the polls come out and the dude's dropping, sure. We're going to drop the odds or, or vice versa. If someone's increasing their odds might shorten. Um, also, the betters are very influenced on what happened with the debate. So, um, so you know, if and when we're dealing futures, you know, we're very cognizant of public action. Whereas a game spread, you know, we're not as cognizant of a public action. We'll wait for the sharp action, whatever. Uh, the futures, you know, we'll lower something based on, uh, you know, so, so if someone did great last night and the polls show they're doing great, you know, people are going to bet that guy. So, you know, if the dude's at plus 400, plus 500, plus 600, whatever, we can run up a red figure pretty quick. So we're going to move those odds too. So absolutely. Yeah, that's, it's, and it's wild that you, you can bet on that. And it's turned into, I mean, just a, a dog and pony show out there right now too. I mean, it couldn't be better for betting. I mean, there's always been betting on and wagering on on political outcomes. It's nothing new. But I mean, the way it's working, especially on the Democratic side, where there's like a billion people, you know, there's going to be some whack jobs in there and you know, there's going to be some people that are going to emerge out of these debates. And you're like, holy shit, I had no idea who that dude was, but I really like him. Um, it's going to really, really change things. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's a lot more interesting this year because it's turned into such a circus. Right. Well, that I mean, and you can think, we can thank Trump for that. I mean, the, the, the political betting, like you said, has been around, but it's it's a whole new ball game now after 2016. I mean, anything that involved Trump and his um, whether you love him or hate him is his outgoing personality. Maybe I'll say um, <laughs> nice you know, way to put it. it. It just it just drove so much action. Whereas before, you know, you, debate props weren't really a big thing. I mean. Trump made it a big thing. Right. And now, you know, even though Trump wasn't involved last night or tonight because he's on the other side of the aisle, um, it's still, hey, you got to get this Democratic debate props up. Now, are they as popular as if Trump was in there? Hell no. <laughs> right. But you, you incorporate Trump, you know, you, you, will Trump, you know, stuff like will Trump 
uh, tweet poca the word Pocahontas during the, during the debate, stuff like that. Oh you know? man, you always got to keep my man Trump involved somehow. So, uh, but no, it's a, it's it's become a much bigger betting event, and we can thank uh, Donald Trump for that. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess well, I mean, we'll we'll see again tonight how things go. It's a big one tonight with all the all the big hitters. Um, last night was like a warm up, I think, for most people. Yeah, um, JV team. Yeah, JV. yeah, that's right. it's a junior varsity. Back when I played squad. basketball back in high school, JV yeah, that was the JV squad, JV game, the varsity played. Yeah, so. yeah, they didn't have the cheer squad out there. It's I, I like ba- I like Beto O'Rourke speaking Spanish. That was my holiday. I fell. Asleep. I ain't gonna lie. I fell asleep not soon too after that. I mean, it was oh, a. It's kind of a snooze fest, man. Without without Trump in there, man, these debates are like, oh, wait, wait, what? Why are they talking normal? Why are they? Yeah, I bet you like so respectful. Come on, somebody calls somebody a a freaking really mean name. Let's go. Let's like a get decade the, ago, it would have been like they still would have been fired up. Like some of the guys got going, you'd have been like, whoa, that was a wild one. This was a snooze fest. Yeah, I, I literally fell asleep, dude. I, I woke up and, and I was like, whoa. Well, who won, man? Who Beto, won? Beto O'Rourke speaking Spanish. Or, yeah, that was awesome. He's, he's, I mean, that reminded me, you know, living in Central America, that just reminded me of like, every gringo trying to speak Spanish and order a hamburger. Yo so quiero bad. un hamburguesa yeah. con queso <laughs> just, y salsa tomate y papas fritas, oh, por favor. My that was God. It. I know. I think you ordered two cervezas. Yeah. I think in there somewhere. Yeah. Yep. What a Shot guy. Tequila. Oh, God, I love it. Um, well, let's hope for more tonight. Um, but let's get to the more serious betting, um, because that, you know, is just a wild circus and, and nobody actually really cares uh, about it. It's mostly just for fun. Shits and giggles, as they say. Uh, the real stuff is coming up, though, um, next week, probably before we get a chance to speak again. And it's, uh, it's important that we cover this. And that, uh, of course, is uh, Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. Um, uh, yeah, down. biggest event of the year. My favorite event of the year. Oh. This is the Super Bowl of Super Bowls. Like, this is a Super Bowl of Dave Mason betting. This is unbelievable. Um, I got to get right to it, though. Is anybody knocking off the champ? Chestnut is a juggernaut. He's the GOAT, right? Is he the Wayne Gretzky? Is he the Tom Brady of shoving wieners down his throat? Like, is it unquestionable at this point? The Wayne Gretzky is shoving wieners down his throat. Yes. Um, I don't know. Maybe Amber Lynn. I don't know. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> That was a alley oop there, wasn't that? Um. <laughs> Probably showing my age there, but uh, <laughs> I think I think we got it. <laughs> my freaking helicopter threw me off my base here, acting silly. Uh, Joey, Ch- yeah, he's the best ever, man. I mean, Jesus, God, what what seventy seventy he's the minus one thousand favorite to win? I think it'll be his. If he wins, it'll be his twelfth mustard belt. It's unprecedented. Um, unprecedented this has never been done before in the history i mean 73 and a half wieners is the over under i mean (laughs) you know it would have been uh nice to see kobayashi yeah going at it you know it's kind of like uh but you know i guess kobayashi's a quitter he knew he was outdone and instead of come back year after year and going for it and challenging the guy who the hell knows that i saw there's a 30 for 30 on ESPN this week on, on Kobayashi versus Chest, Chestnut. They must really be running out of ideas to have the freaking 30 for 30 on the, net, on the Nathan's hot dog concept. I mean, but Dave, like, no, I'll, I'll be watching it without a freaking doubt. So it's literally the one of the greatest rivalries in sports. Like, it, it's possible. 
Like I, yeah. I, I don't Ohio think there's any bad thing there. Michigan, Yankees, yeah. Red Sox, yep. Army, Navy, Chestnut, Kobiot, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is truly it, and I think the you know the American people deserve to uh, to have the insight on this. And uh, and you're right, Kobayashi being out of it does change the the face of it. But in all honesty, do people like do you see? Do you get a chuckle out of the amount of action you see? On uh, on this though, do, do, do people just throw some fun money on it because there's literally nothing for them to bet on uh, other than baseball, of course. But that's a different story. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like you know the Super Bowl wacky Super Bowl props. Yeah. I think people just like betting it just to oh I got money on it. You know I got money on whether it be cleavage on the halftime singer or whatever. Tell everybody at the party. So you gotta bet it, man. If, you, if you're not betting the freaking Nathan's hot dog contest, turn in your uh, turn in your. Um, Whatever, your betting tongs. You got it. Your barbecue you tongs. Put, put five bucks on it. I don't care. Got to bet it. <laughs> got it. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about uh, you know other sports that are just as uh, as high profile as the hot dog eating contest. And uh, uh, we discussed it earlier a little bit after the NBA draft, but there are, are some actual like uh, you know serious moves uh, taking place because you're uh, absolutely right. I couldn't agree with you more. The off season for NBA is the best of the off seasons. You know, hockey really tries to the NHL really try to get some hype behind free agency. It, I think it worked. I think they had a crazy one about five or six years ago. But then other than that, it's usually a dud. NFL, awesome big guys move, but the impact that one individual has on a team um, is you know it's it's far beyond that of an individual NBA player. And then. Um, and, and that's the move. The NBA is just built that way now to have guys move. This is just what they do. It's, it's, the, it's the MO of how these teams are built. You've, you have free agencies. They're going to move. They're taking their talents to South Beach. It's just, it's a different animal in the NBA. And we've got some, um, you know, it's driven so much by the players that are going, going out. And so many do. And right now we have a couple of really big ones. Um, so let's talk about that. Kevin Durant says, no way. Doesn't want to. He, he, he takes the 31 and a half million bucks and throws it out the window and says, I want to go to free agency on one leg. Um, that's pretty wild of, of, of what's happening with him. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's an interesting one. Uh, that whole uh, injury and Achilles injury, which is, you know, one of the worst injuries out there. Uh, <laughs> Literally one of the worst you could ever have as a basketball yeah, player. Now you're out for a year or almost a year. Um, but yeah, that, puts a whole new wrinkle in it but uh yeah i mean the Knicks, Knicks have been the favorite and then after the injury is like okay maybe i'll stay with the warriors because right. him to maximize his money because of the injury but now the nets we want them with the nets yeah well i mean as a player like is that a swan song does he actually think he's gonna just turn the franchise around do you think that's his motivation here like what, what do you, where does that come from? I mean, Nets are trending upwards, man. I mean, yeah. they're they're uh, they made the playoffs last year. They're god awful the years prior. Uh, they that's good young players. They they um, they're in the East. So I mean, if Cowie Cowie leaves the East, you know that that it's over. You got to think of that too. I mean, yeah, that's true. So much better teams that if you go to the East, you have an easier easier path to getting back to the finals. Um, yeah, it's a crapshoot over there. Like, yeah, it, you know, you have the Sixers, but they they have a couple unknowns with free agency. You have, you know, if if Milwaukee Leonard leaves, might be the favorite, if Leonard but... leaves the Raptors and the Sixers lose one or two of their Harris and and Butler and don't refuel too much too much better, 
you know, Celtics. I have, but I mean, it's it's a lot Celtics, more up for yeah. grabs. I mean, the West is you know loaded. Yeah, and even the Bucks, like who looked to be the best team coming out of the East, and you know from oh, the open yeah, day, and they, yeah, and then they I were mean, beatable. They got they got crushed by by Toronto. Yeah. You know, they won two games and they lost four in a row. Like they're so beatable. I guess there, there's a perspective that he probably has on it, saying, "Hey, I could go over to the East. I don't know what's happening with Kawhi, but even if yeah. it is Toronto, is like he's an he's an East Coast guy too. Yeah. I mean, he's from Maryland, I believe. You know, it's always the New York allure too. With I guess. Freaking yeah. marketing money and stuff. So he's living in New York City is something guys want to do. Yeah, East Coast guys. So you know, not too, not too surprising. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather go to the Nets than the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks are a freaking disaster <laughs> yeah. year after year after year. I mean, Nets have a whole. If, it's, if he's down to an East Coast team, I mean, I take the Nets over the Knicks hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah, and he he'll go be first banana there too, big time. Like that'll be superstardom um, in New York City too. Like he's sharing, he's sharing a lot right now. Um, he's shared basically his whole career, you know, it felt, felt like he, he kind of, he wasn't the, the full, the full Monty, but now he goes to the Nets. He's going to be that franchise, you know, forever long, whether he's good at it or not, whether he wins or not. Um, speaking of Kawhi though, uh, Kawhi Leonard, man, he's the biggest, he's the talk of the town here. Everyone's saying that I heard a rumor that just this morning through Twitter that he'd bought some property in the greater Toronto area. Um, everybody's looking at all that stuff. That's the, why these things are so damn hard to manage, dude. You know, some real estate agent freaking releases <laughs> yeah. this information that Leonard just bought a freaking property from him and all, all hell breaks loose on the betting odds. Yeah. And we're sitting there. What the hell happened? Uh, some real estate agent freaking tweeted a fucking photo. My <laughs> tweeted a freaking photo <laughs> of him and Leonard. Uh, yeah, having lunch freaking house in North Toronto. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I mean, that, that stuff doesn't show up on the Don best screen. How, how we get information on moving <laughs> odds. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's um, well, I mean, it's, it's uh, difficult as hell to manage. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like the, have you seen the Canadian dollar lately? Like he's probably bought a ton of stuff there. Cause he gets like two to one almost, you know what I mean? Like he's probably investing all the hell over Toronto, with his, especially with his name, too. I'm not, not surprised he's going to have, like, seven pizza franchises or something there. So there's not too much to read into it. But in terms of odds, I know that Toronto has snuck back up as the favorite for him to actually stay in Toronto. Yep. Minus 250, to be exact. Clippers wow. are plus 150. And after that, it's long shots. I mean, we're, we're sitting good there, too. We win on either of those teams as of now. Um, that could all break with one tweet as everybody piles in on some damn team <laughs> yeah. from, a, from a real estate agent or a, something like that. But uh, Lakers are our only loss, and they're currently plus 900. So, yeah, we're sitting good there. So but, yeah, said, Raptors minus 250 favorite. So all your fellow Canadians can uh, be happy about that. Yeah, that's wild. So, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I think he's going back. I think it's moot now. Um, the the city really embraced him, and uh, and holy crap. I mean, if he'd be silly, he'd be silly to leave there as long as he can uh, he can handle another another Toronto winter because that stuff's crazy up there. Dave, I know you got to go. You're a busy, busy man. Um, even though it is the off season, I appreciate you doing this uh, with us. Of course, BetOnline.ag. You can head there and use promo code Review. You get a little extra fun in your account if you do that. Um, but uh, you know, Dave and the guys from BetOnline.ag are happy to come on and give us this insight. Give us this inside trends and consensus betting numbers you're not going to get anywhere else. Dave, how can people find you? And you got anything special happening at BetOnline that uh, people need to know about? 
Um, Twitter machine at Dave Mason B O L. Come on, come on over and say hello. Special stuff going on. We still have that big coin promotion going on that we spoke about last week. And Bitcoin crazy right now. It's going up. So if you're not into Bitcoin, yeah, Bitcoin's going nuts. Look hey. into it. Look into it, and uh, we're going to give you five percent on top of the market rate when you deposit via Bitcoin until the end of the month. And uh, I, I think we might extend that through July four. So uh, that's a that's there a you go. that's a breaking news right there but uh yeah th thanks for the time uh, my helicopter's juiced up and ready to go and <laughs> fire it back up and get out of here awesome dave thank you so much folks that's dave mason ben online.ag that's it for us this week this has been the under review show uh adios muchachos